Section 17 of An Alphabet of History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patty Cunningham. An Alphabet of History by Wilbur D. Nesbitt. Section 17 Quintilian. Quintilian, years and years ago, was it on oratory. Demosthenes and Cicero, he studied con amore. He ran an elocution school and taught the Roman lispers, the reason and the rote and rule, for requesting father, dear father, to come home with me now, in most pathetic whispers. Twas he who showed that thus and thus one should appear when stating the last remarks of Spartacus on ceasing gladiating. Perchance the word we just have used escaped your dictionary. We mean when Spartacus refused to be butchered to make a Roman holiday exceedingly exciting and otherwise gladsome and merry. Quintilian's book on how to speak is classic at this moment. It tells the speaker when to shriek and when his rage to foment. The boy who on commencement day cites Patrick Henry's speeches must do so in Quintilian's way when a single order of liberty with a supplemental second choice of death he beseeches. The actor who would thrill the crowd, a blood-and-marrow freezer, by handing out in accents proud Mark Antony on Caesar, must heed the rules set down by Quint, and so must he who rises to heights of glowing fame by dint of the justly famous to be or not to be, center of the stage to spotlight sizzling, when he as Hamlet soliloquizes. Quintilian, we are fain to say, was it on oratory, and even in this later day receives his share of glory, except when elocutionists are peace and comfort mangle by showing how fair Bessie's wrists were strained and bruised while swinging around in the belfry the time she said the curfew should not jangle. End of section 17. Recording by Patty Cunningham.